and it should be easy because they don't want it. They don't want it. Today, the Falcons are playing the Bears, and this is where the the I understand segment of this is going to start right here. The Falcons played the Bears today. It won't always be about the Falcons either. This is just the first one. The Falcons, at one point during the fourth quarter of this game, are up 26 to 10. 26 to 10. With six minutes to go in this game. Six minutes to go in this game. The the, the Bears had just scored a touchdown. The Falcons are up 26 to 16. With six minutes left. Six minutes left, up 10 points. In an NFL game. What could go wrong, you say? How could they possibly blow this, you say? Oh, I know. They're the Falcons, and they don't want it. They fucking suck. So what do the Falcons do? What what should they – what would a logical team do, right? You get the ball up 10, six minutes to the left. You know what I'm doing? Uh, running the ball. We have Todd Gurley for a reason. Run the ball. Simple. I can't believe the call. Me neither. I cannot believe the call. Simple. Worst case scenario here, right? Worst case scenario, we're running. At least we can do some quick math. Unless the Bears call a timeout, we can run what? 40. There's 40 seconds. 40 seconds on first down. 40 seconds on second down. 40 seconds on third down. Punt the ball. Knock off two, three minutes off this clock. If we get a first down, oh, we're cooking with hot grease. And let me say this. The Falcons came into this game without Julio Jones. And in the first quarter of this game, the number three receiver on their team, Russell Gage, goes down with a concussion. So they're down two of their top three wide receivers. I can't believe the call. Me neither. I cannot believe the call. Right? So logic says they're running the ball well. The the Falcons are running the ball well in this game. Right? They're averaging – the Falcons average 5.8 yards per carry in this game between Todd Gurley and Brian Hill. So I'm thinking to myself, this is simple, very simple. Run the ball here. Run the ball first, second, third down. I don't care if they load the box. I don't care. Bears get the ball back with maybe 3.30 left. We're at six minutes. Like I said, hey, we're taking at least two off. They get the ball back with 3.30 left at this point, right? Logically, if you run the ball first, second, third, at that point, you're up 10. They got to drive the field. You go play some defense. Even if they score, you get the ball back under two minutes most likely. And at that point, they're going to have to use their timeouts. You got to hopefully find a way to get a first down. Game over. I can't believe the call. Me neither. I cannot believe the call. This is this happens time and time again. Do I have to go back to the Super Bowl? Ryan is sacked. What a play. Trey Flowers. Ryan, three points is big right now in this ballgame. A loss of 12 on that sack. Pass is caught Sanu. And that's exactly what happened. A flag is down back in the area where Matt Ryan went down. Number 70 offense. 10-yard penalty. Replay third down. That's Jake Matthews. Give yourself a chance. Stunt up front defensively. Pass is incomplete. 
Gabriel the target. We have, for some reason, for some reason, this team has no desire to finish a game. This coaching staff likes to gamble. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like somebody's fucking with us. Like, I feel like we're, I'm watching a, a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. I'm watching a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. Someone calls in, presses the button. Don't run it. Don't run it. Throw it in complete pass. Please throw it in complete pass. We need this. Hey, hey, Dan Quinn's, Dan Quinn's on the sideline. Look, man, hey, I know we're up 10, but look, I got 100,000. I took the 100,000. The Bears minus three. We got to get it close. You know, we got to get it closer. I don't know. This this just uh, I don't think we should win this one. We we should wait to win. Let's go 0 and 3 and then um let's figure it out. You know, like I, I know last week we 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 could have had that one too. You know, I I know we got the call last week to to not get the offside kick. We got somebody buzzed us and said, "Hey, hey, don't pick up the ball after 10 yards. We we don't want it." I would rather We'd rather have Dallas, you know, do something crazy. You know, I, I want to establish Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott as, as a top quarterback in this league. I want to add to his resume a comeback. Don't don't touch that ball. The same shit happens this week, man. The same shit. It, but this one is worse. This one is worse. And it's worse because it's just straight up coaching. Straight up coaching. And Matt Ryan, you have the stats of a Hall of Famer, but you, sir, are not a fucking Hall of Famer. You're a choke artist. And you should be known as such. You are a choke artist, and you should be known as such. Peyton Manning ain't losing this game. And I'm not comparing Matt Ryan to Peyton Manning. I don't want to make that comparison. I don't want people to think I'm fucking crazy here. All right? But this guy won an MVP. He's led us to a Super Bowl that he choked. But he still led this team to a Super Bowl. Nine minutes and ten seconds left. The Bears go nine plays, 62 yards for a touchdown. Get it to within ten to make it 26 to 16. The Falcons get the ball back. Like I said, six minutes and 20 seconds left. Todd Gurley takes the first handoff for one yard, right? I'm fine with that. So what do we do? With 532 left, Matt Ryan, deep middle, to fucking Calvin Ridley, who actually had a good game, but still, deep middle to Calvin Ridley, incomplete pass, 532. What do we do on third down? Now we're sitting in here third and nine. Now we're sitting at and looking at a third and nine. So what do we do? We get a penalty for an illegal shift and then throw an incomplete pass to Hayden Hurst, 527. We're punting the ball literally less than a minute off of the game clock. This drive was three plays for one yard, one minute exactly is what the stat sheet said. One minute exactly. I can't believe the call. Me neither. I cannot believe the call. So the Bears get the ball back with five minutes left. (laughs) And of course, for some reason, of course, for some reason, right? (laughs) We We had a terrible punt, right? First off, we drafted this punter from Syracuse. And he played like shit. Why, why are we drafting punters? Like, well, why are you drafting punters? Okay, but he played like shit. They get the ball back at the 50-yard line. 
They're already almost in scoring range. They get the ball back to the 50-yard line. It takes them 59 seconds to score. 59 seconds. At this point, at least play some bend-don't-break defense. You can't get beat over the top for a 37-yard touchdown. I can't believe the call. Me neither. I cannot believe the But okay, I digress. All right, we're up still. We're up three. We just got the ball back. There's four minutes left in the game. There's four minutes left in this game. You know, we're still up three. We could try and look. We could still try and run a little clock, right? Run a little clock. Try and get the run game going. I said it a few minutes ago. We're averaging 5.8 yards per rush up to this point. Up to this point. Todd Gurley is having the best game he's had as a Falcon up to this point. No, what do we do? Matt Ryan on first down, incomplete pass to Brian Hill. 418. 14. 4 minutes, 18 seconds left. Second down. Matt Ryan, incomplete short, Edo Smith. They waste three seconds. 415. What happens on third down? Oh, false start. You would think, false start. All right, well, we're, it's third and 15. Yo, I know we got Matt Ryan, but still, man. Still. Maybe do a draw play. At this point, they got to do something. Now they're like, oh, fuck, we just fucking had two incomplete passes, third and 15. Chicago has all the momentum. I know what we can do. Let's, 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 throw, to, let's throw to some dude named, oh, my God, I don't even know how to pronounce this. His last name is spelled Z-A-C-C-H-E-A-U-S. Zakakis. Zakakis. Who is this? I can't believe the call. Me neither. I cannot believe the call. The game is on the line, and we're going to pass to this dude who's never played an NFL game. Who has never – this man, I don't even know if he was on the 53 until this week. And Julio went down, bro. So what happens this drive? The Falcons go three plays, minus five yards, and 20 Two seconds. Three plays, nine minus five yards in twenty-two seconds. I can't believe the call. Me neither. I cannot believe the call. And of course, you know, as soon as this happened, I was, I was, I was on my couch jumping for joy that the Bears would just fucking find a way. They've been terrible all game. The Bears suck, but we're trying. We're like, hey, hey, hey. We don't want to win this. We told y'all we don't want to win. Please help. Help us, man. Help us, man. Nick Foles is in the game. Super Bowl hero. Man, Nick Foles. This is your audition tape, man. There's no better team to have an audition tape against than the Atlanta Falcons, man. This is your time. If you can't get it done against them, then we got to go back to Mitchell. Mitchell, not Mitch. Sorry, ass Trubisky. God, man, and I'm going to have a segment for the Bears one of these days, man, because I understand, Bears fans. I understand, man. Y'all got to be sick to your stomach. You got to be throwing up watching Pat Mahomes. Watching Pat Mahomes tear up the league, and you're stuck with Mitchell, not Mitch Trubisky, with the second pick in the draft. Oh, man, that'll make you want to enter free agency just like me. I'm a free agent, man. I'm trying to figure out my team. I get it, man. Y'all are 3-0, and but we know the truth. There's so much hurt, 
hurt and pain, but this ain't about y'all. This is about the Falcons, all right? So look, so Nick Foles does what he's supposed to do, right? When we're, we're out here gifting, gifting possessions to people, we're, we're trying to lengthen the game at six minutes left. With six minutes left, we decide we want to we, – we're not ready to be done playing football this week. Uh, we, we'd rather extend this game a little bit. So he gets the ball back, and, of course, of course, he, he drives right down the field on our defense's throat, hits a 28-yard pass to some dude named Anthony Miller, who I've never heard of. The Bears go up 30-26 to 26 with – one minute and 53 seconds left. One minute and 53 seconds. The Bears go up 30 to 26. And at this point in my head, I'm thinking, all right, we're down four now. This game's over. <laughs> There's no way Matt Ryan is driving the field and scoring at this point, man. Hell to the no. It's just not happening. We're down our wide receivers. Oh, they're down their wide receivers, not ours. My bad. I'm not affiliated with these sorry asses. All right, so I, I was like, only thing I'm holding hope for, right? Like I said, I got these. I got this dude on fantasy, so I, I'm like, yo, I, let me get some yards. Let me let me at least get some yards. You know? Of course, of course. Uh, what happens? We go first down. Man ran complete twelve yard pass to to Powell. I'm like, all right, okay, Falcons, moving a little bit. Second down, another thirteen yard pass to Powell. A minute thirty seconds left. The Falcons are at the fifty yard line. Fifty yard line down by four. Minute thirty seconds. That's plenty of time. Plenty of time. And then the next play, Matt Ryan hits Zakakis, this his favorite target for some reason. He hits Zakakis for six yards, right, with a minute 25 left. They no huddle up to the line because Zakakis, of course, doesn't get out of bounds, right? By the way, what a shit show when it comes to tackling by the Falcons. Oh, my God. The defense can't tackle anybody. Anybody, man. Oh, my goodness. All right, so what happens? All right, we're at the 44-yard line. Minute and six seconds left. Matt Ryan drops back. He throws deep to Calvin Ridley, and the ball is intercepted. Game, set, match. Falcons lose after being up 26-10 to 10 at the end of the third quarter. They lose 30-26 to 26 in typical Atlanta Falcons fashion. They are now 0-3 on the season after starting off 1-7 last year. And I have a message for Falcons fans. Abort! 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 You have to get out of there. You have to get out of there. You cannot sit around and ruin your Sundays watching these bums. All right? You just can't do it. You can if you want to. If you like misery and pain and and just suffering, you know, if you want to be that guy who's grumpy all the time, you know, if you want to be that guy who just who who loves to the ups and downs of thinking you might win something, only for it to be ripped away at the last second, then stay, stay, you know, enjoy that. 
hey, go get you some more. Go go get you some more of that Kool-Aid because you clearly like it. Me? I'm a free agent. I'm a free agent, so I was watching some games. And that that's going to – I don't have anything else to say about the Falcons besides fuck them. They're the worst. They're the worst. I, no team loses on a more consistent basis the way Atlanta Fal- the Atlanta Falcons team lose. Like, no team does. They they find a way to make it interesting in in all their losses, playoffs and all. Like that's just what they do. Um, so, uh, worst of luck to the Atlanta Falcons moving forward. I uh, I hope Dan Quinn uh, does exactly what he did last year, and he starts one and seven, and then rallies to finish, uh, and then decides uh, with with seven weeks left that they they actually want to play, and he rallies and goes six and one to make it look like he can turn this thing around. Um, I hope they finish with a seven and nine season again, so that he can maybe eight and eight this year, so he can come back for another round of shit, another round of suffering. Another round of letdowns. Oh, man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. Can't play with them. Can't win with them. Can't root for them. Can't fucking do it. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Detroit Lions team 
who might be featured on the next round of I Understand. Because, my God, if there's one franchise that knows more about losing than the Atlanta Falcons, it might be the Detroit Lions. They suck across the board. Matt Stafford, I have my thoughts on him, uh, but I'll let a Detroit fan uh, tell you theirs. Um, and then uh, the Rams. The Rams found a, uh, the Rams started off slow today. They started off so slow, slow. Man, they let Josh Allen just do whatever he wanted early. And Buffalo is one of those teams, man. They fight. They are gritty. And when you go to Buffalo, it's early in the year. If I'm going to go to Buffalo, I'd rather go now than later. But as as the year goes on, man, people are not going to want to go to Buffalo. And I've been saying this for years. When it comes to the AFC East with Buffalo, New England, Miami, and the Jets, that's the worst division. I've been saying it for so long. It's been so bad. Um, it's been so bad. The Jets in Miami are consistently two of the worst teams in the NFL. Um, and Buffalo has been terrible, too. But now with Josh Allen, they actually look like they want to do something. Um, so the Buffalo and the Patriots, they both look good sitting at the top of that division. Pittsburgh's 3-0. and um, They won another one today. Uh over the Texans, Deshaun, Jack, Deshaun Watson is sh- struggling, getting off to a slow start. Um, and, but the, the the Steelers, we'll learn more about them next week uh, when they play the Titans because they, they beat the Giants, the Broncos, and, and, and the Texans. All right, Broncos and the Giants are are both cheeks. They're, they're, they're bad teams. Um, they're just not good. They're not ready. Um, Chicago's 3-0, but... Uh, I don't see it. I, I think if Nick Foles can come in and ball, then maybe. Um, then maybe. But they don't have a running back that really scares me. Um, and their defense just isn't the same. Their defense isn't the same. When you watch them earlier in the day, um, they couldn't stop the run. The Falcons are just idiots. They should have lost that game. There's no reason the Bears should be 3-0. and um, And the, the, the Packers with Aaron Rodgers look good. He looks good as – he actually looks much, much better. Uh, he's a back, back throw on darts. Um, and they got a showdown tonight against the Saints. Old Drew Brees. We'll see if old Drew Brees can shake off the, what looks to be some old age. <laughs> he's got a case of uh, the grandpas right now. His arm is looking like, looking like a Pop Warner. This man looking like he can't throw a remote across the room right now. So we'll see what happens to him. Um, but all in all, uh, if I had to do a power rankings of my top five teams right now in the, in football, uh, I'm going to go number one, Kat Casey and Pat Mahomes. Number two, Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens. Number three, I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. Number four, I am going to go with, whew, that's tough, but it's tough, man. Very difficult, but I am going to go with, ugh. Mm. I'm going to actually, ugh, man, that's tough. Four to four and five are, are very difficult, man. I'm gonna hold back. 
I'm going to hold back until I see see some more games. Next week, in next episode, I'll give my power rankings for the NFL. Um, the last thing, the last little quick segment uh, I, I want to talk about, and this is something that I actually can give my uh, rankings to. We're going to switch gears. Let's Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about college football. College football is back. The SEC is back. The Big Ten is coming, and the Pac-12 will be here shortly after. So far, we've had a lot of ACC. We've had a lot of some of those other mid-conferences. And we've had to to see what – let's see what these guys look like. Um, across the board um, with the all-conference schedules. I'm loving this. Uh, I hope that they stick to it uh, moving forward. I think it's a game changer. I think it, it really does show the cream from the – it separates the cream from the crop. And I, I here are my thoughts after week four of college football. If I had to give a top three, I'm going to give my rankings for college football. I'll start off with that. All right, so – Number one, in my eyes, the number one ranked team in the country should be Clemson. It should be Clemson. Um, They've dominated. Obviously, they haven't played anyone, but they're absolutely dominant. They have the talent. They have the coach. They have the player. They've got it all, man. So I'm going to go Clemson number one. I'm going to go Bama number two because we know what Nick Saban's all about. Right, and they played, and they they beat Missouri pretty handedly. Uh, my Mizzou Tigers actually covered the spread. I was shocked that they covered the spread. So, uh, but Bama's Bama, man. Nick Saban is one of those guys, one of those coaches that he's one of those coaches that he that's what he does, man. He he'll beat the shit out of you without embarrassing you on the, on paper at least. Like physically, his team will dominate you. But then you look at the box score and you're like, okay, maybe it wasn't that bad. Like, he's known for those 38-17 grinders. Like, it looks like the game was close, but in reality, they whooped your fucking ass. Um, so that's what they did to Missouri. Uh, number three, Ohio State. Justin Fields, Ohio State. They have to be in the top three. You can rotate those top three any way you want to. If you have a different top three at this point, you're smoking crack. Those are those are the top three teams in the country. They've proven it year in and year out. They have all three of those teams have quarterbacks. All three of those teams have elite players. All three of those teams have defenses. They have everything you need to win a championship. If anyone says otherwise, come talk to me. Number four. Here's where it gets here's where it gets a little strange, right? Because we haven't Pac-12 is not starting for a long time, so. Oregon would be my favorite to come out of the Pac-12, but I can't even really think about where they fit in this because I, they're not playing for another month and a half. So number four, the team that impressed me most, uh, Florida. Florida, I'm going to put them at four. Their offense looks unreal, man. They look great. They, they couldn't be stopped by Ole Miss. Obviously, it's Ole Miss. Uh, but Lane Kiffin, on the flip side, Lane Kiffin in his offense, Put up 600 yards on them. 
600 yards, man. There was over 1,200 yards of offense in this game. The SEC had a shootout on its hands, and that's not the only one. Mississippi State and LSU was a shootout, too. Quarterback threw for 600. Mississippi State's quarterback, Costalella, uh, uh, what's his name? Co- uh, I can't even remember. Transferred from Stanford, threw for 600 yards. 623 yards. He broke an SEC record. Unbelievable. Uh, Mike Leach's debut in the SEC. He was slanging that thing. Number five, I'm going to go with my Miami Hurricanes at number five. And this might be a homer take, but here's my top five. There's my top five. Clemson, Bama, Ohio State, Florida, Miami, thus far. right? I'm going to go Notre Dame six, Auburn seven, UCF eight, UNC nine, and Georgia ten. Right? Here's my rationale for Miami over Notre Dame and Auburn. Here's my rationale. It comes down to one thing and one thing over only. They have a better quarterback. They have a much better quarterback. Notre Dame is ugh, Notre Dame is smoking mirrors, man. They are all the time, man. Once they play a game where they actually have to show up against a, a, a good team, they fold like lawn chairs every year. Their quarterback is not good. They put up points, but their quarterback is not good. He is not doing anything to put himself in a conversation as being an elite guy. And ultimately, the best quarterbacks are going to be the ones that win games. Most of the time. Most of the time, team with best quarterback wins. Auburn, same thing. Um, second year, um, Second year quarterback, he played well against Kentucky, but he wasn't great. Seth Williams, their wide receiver, is fantastic. If you didn't get a chance to watch him, uh, I would definitely check out the highlights. That guy's a beast. He looks like a grown man out there playing with boys, at least in that first game. We'll see if he can keep it up. He looks like a true impact player. But Auburn actually did struggle with Kentucky. They pulled away late. They showed their depth. Um, I believe in Auburn. We'll we'll see we'll see how they progress offensively. I think they need to tighten up. They're going to have to score more points um, and and just be better. Uh, they have to be more efficient. They got to run the ball. They have to catch the ball. Like they have got to improve offensively. College football is turning into a game where if you cannot score 40 points, you are not going to win anything major. Simply put, UCF UCF is obviously in the American Conference. And they don't get a lot of love, but they beat the shit out of a Georgia Tech team last week that beat Florida State. So I knew Florida State coming in this week was going to be absolute trash. Miami was going to beat them. I won some money on that game. Hallelujah. I knew it. If I could have, I would have bet my mortgage on it that they were going to win. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have done that, but you, you get the point. All right. So. UCF, they're they're doing what they're supposed to do. They they're an extremely high-powered offense. They have a great quarterback, the lefty from Hawaii, is doing his thing, um, and they're not going to be challenged. So it, it'll be interesting to see when it all shakes out at the end what happens because I, I think they could run through this schedule with there being no non-conference. They're going to run through their schedule, and they have a chance to be undefeated at the end of the year. And the question will be, will they get in? Will they get in? All right, number nine, UNC. I'm going to put North Carolina on here. They had a dominant showing uh, their first week. Their game got canceled this past week because of COVID. Um, Sam Howell, I think, is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. He didn't play that great in the first game. Played well in the second half of that game, but not in the first half. 
Uh, Mac Brown is recruiting his ass off. UNC looks solid. Um, and we, we just haven't seen a lot of teams, right? Uh, we haven't seen a lot of teams play. So for that, I'm going to put them at nine. I also was thinking about going Mississippi State because we went over LSU. But I left them out uh, because LSU lost 17 players to the NFL uh, from last year's team. I think that was one of the greatest teams ever assembled. Um, they had one of they had. I don't. It's not much arguing. It was it was the statistically it was the best offense of all time. And when you have that, it's just so hard to replace. There's no replacement for Joe Burrow. There is no replacement for Joe Burrow. I don't care how many reps Miles Brennan gets with the first team. I don't care how many reps Miles Brennan saw Joe Burrow take and how much he picked his brain. Miles Brennan is not Joe Burrow. There will not be another Joe Burrow coming through those doors anytime soon. LSU is going to have – they're going to have to figure something out. They lost so much when it comes to playmakers. I think Edo is going to – they're going to be a team that gets better as the year goes on, but I can see them struggling a lot in the beginning, uh, a lot in the beginning, offensively and defensively. They had Stingley. They had their – the number one quarter in the country uh, was in the hospital for something undisclosed, but they, he, what, he didn't play, so they're already down a man there which makes it tough. My number 10 team is the one I hate the most. It's the one I hate the most, and it's the one that people are hyping up a lot. And that's Georgia. That is Georgia. Georgia played Arkansas this weekend. At halftime, this game was 7-5 to five, Arkansas. 7-5. to five. Arkansas last year had the 126th rated defense in the country. 126. They were the worst out of 129. They were the third worst defense in the country. And they held Georgia to seven points in the first half. Georgia doesn't have a quarterback. They started a redshirt freshman, Dewan Mathis, and he was terrible. Absolutely dreadful. He was not ready. He, I don't know if he'll ever be ready after that. That was one of the worst quarterback outings I've ever seen by anyone, regardless of age. DeJuan Mathis is not and cannot be the Georgia quarterback if they want to win games. Cannot. And, look, I hope the young man keeps working. I wish him all the best. But as of this season, they came in with expectations of winning a national championship. 247 Sports. 247 Sports does uh, – they have this thing called a team composite. It's basically it – is a um, it's a ranking system based off of uh, the talent on each team. Um, it goes off of star rankings um, from the recruiting classes over the last oh, um, at each school. So Georgia had the number one team composite score. They have the most, according to two four seven sports, they have the most talented roster in college football by star rankings coming out of high school. The most talented team in the country. And they were losing 7-5 to five at halftime to Arkansas, who had the worst defense in the country last year. They need to find a quarterback. Obviously, JT Daniels isn't medically cleared, uh, but 
if, until they figure out their quarterback situation, their defense is elite. The defense is elite. Their special teams were elite. That is the reason they won that game handedly. At the end, they took over the defense, and special teams just said flat out, no, we will not lose to Arkansas. Offense, do better. They ended up winning 37-10. to uh, Or 37, I think it was 37-10. to 10, uh, But either way, they came back second half, and they got it together. But it, that offense, oh, man, that was one of the worst showings I've ever seen. It was almost like they hadn't practiced. Um, it, it, the last team I want to talk about, uh, I'm going to talk about is uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, for Oklahoma fans on here, I could have a second round of I understand for Oklahoma fans. Lincoln Riley, what were you doing in that game, sir? You have a – Spencer Rattler is a redshirt freshman quarterback with so much talent, immense talent, right? Oklahoma in this game, they were winning, what, 35 let me pull up the score. But when you when while I'm pulling this up, when you're thinking about Oklahoma, and, and you're you're a sooner sooner boomer sooner fan at this point, you're you're asking yourself, at what point are we going to find a way to be competent on defense? At what point are we going to be able to stop somebody? on defense. And then on the flip side, Lincoln Riley, why are you not, to the Falcons' point, why are you not running the ball? Why are you not running the football? I can't believe the call. Me neither. I cannot believe the Oklahoma was up 35-14 to 14 in this game. 35-14. to 14. With two minutes and 46 seconds left in the third quarter. And then they just, they got pass heavy, man. They tried to get cute. They tried, they wanted to run Kansas State out of the building so bad that they ended up putting their quarterback in a situation where he ended up dropping back there, holding the ball too long, fumbling the ball, throwing interceptions, three and outs on punt, three and outs punting. And Kansas State took advantage. They took full advantage of it. Because Oklahoma's defense can't stop the nosebleed. And they end up losing the game 38-35. to Lincoln Riley, when are you going to find a defensive coordinator? When are you going to find a decent defensive coordinator? You cannot be this offensive genius and expect to win national championships without a competent person at the coordinator. It's tough. It's tough, Oklahoma fans. It's a tough pill to swallow. But guess what? I understand. I can't believe the call. Me neither. I cannot believe the call. And with that note, I'm out of here, guys. Thanks for listening. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter meal, no sweat. Last time that I checked. I'm the streets voice out west, legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked, first you get the money, the respect, and the power in the hoes come next. Last time that I checked, I've been self-made from the dribble. I was been saying I'm a killer. Nah, playing no 
games with you niggas Pop clutch, switch lanes on you niggas Duh. I laid down the game for you niggas Taught you how to charge more than what they paid for you niggas On the whole thing for you niggas Reinvest, double up, then explain for you niggas It gotta be love Run the city, it gotta be cuz It's for the pieces I took off the Monopoly board Hey y'all niggas false claims, it gotta be fraud Just keep the hood about your mouth and you gotta be charged I doubled up, tripled up, nigga what? Banged on the whole game, I ain't give a fuck Nobody trippin', had no business, got my digits up And when I drop, you know I'm about to fuck Last the time that up. I checked, checked, it was five chains on my neck It was no smut on my rep, last time that I checked I was selling zones in the set, make a quarter mil, no sweat Last time that I checked, I'm the streets voice out west Legendary self-made progress, last time that I checked First you get the money, then respect, then the power in the hoes come next Last time that I checked, come through fly, no cosign I ain't need radio to do mine, I done fine and I take my time Take my tribe, every level that I crossed in this game Like state lines, it was visionary Either I'm genius or you niggas scary Maybe it's both in this balance I deliver daily For every nigga in these streets trying to feed the babies The single mama's working hard not to miss a payment And dirty money get washed on royalty statements Black owners in this game are powerful racist Young niggas in the set just doing it makeshift Out the garage, how you end up in charge That's how you end up in penthouses, end up in cars That's how you start off a curb, serve end up a boss That's how you win the whole thing and lift up a cigar with sweat dripping down your face Cause the mission was Last time that I checked It was five chains on my neck It was no smut on my rep Last time that I checked I was selling zones in the set Make a quarter mil, no sweat Last time that I checked I'm the streets voice out west Legendary self-made progress Last time that I checked First you get the money, then respect Then the power in the hoes come next Last time that I checked I got the front and in the back we on the way and that's a fact This real, this ain't rap Where everybody wanna act pro-black The last lie you heard, this ain't that This, that, I did Made it out the gutter shit Nip told you fuck the middle man I told you fuck a bitch Fuck wearing they clothes, I wear my own shit Y'all can own y'all label, I own my own Bitch, Hey, yeah I remember all that game you thought me Don't fuck around and get played by the label owners Talk that shit to these niggas Adrian Broner But secure the window, don't let the game fool ya Cause when it's game over, it's when the game over and all they do is play the game till this game over And you be giving game like a big brother Mission never let them take it from us Last time that I checked It was five chains on my neck It was no smut on my rep Last time that I checked I was selling zones in the set Make a quarter mil, no sweat Last time that I checked I'm the streets voice out west Legendary self-made progress Last time that I checked First you get the money, then respect Then the power in the hoes come next Last time that I checked